We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we're live. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hoops Stats Unplugged podcast, live again on Twitter. As always, you're here with Megan Gower and Aaron Barzilai. And then we're joined today by the Washington Mystics associate head coach, Eric Tipo. Hey, Eric. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Nice to see you. I think the last time was uh, draft night. Yeah. So we'll yes. It was a little darker uh, than, uh, than now. And I guess you were at a well, probably a less uh, glamorous. I don't know what whether you would say it's more or less glamorous where you are now versus uh, draft night. Yeah, no, similar, I guess. We, we got a whole campus out here that we haven't really been able to uh, explore too much yet. So that'll change things here in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, that was one question I wanted to ask you is just sort of like, how have you been spending your time the last couple of days? My understanding is that you're quarantining um, currently and there's a period, I think, four days. So does that end tomorrow? So basically, everybody got. I'm losing track of days. Today's Wednesday. Monday, we we got in. Um, yeah, it's pretty much been been self isolation. There's a kind of a variety of living situations. I'm I'm in the hotel, kind of as you can see behind me, a pretty um, pretty standard hotel room. Uh, feels a lot like a road trip to Dallas or Phoenix or Indiana or somewhere right now, just like a normal road trip. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've been self-isolated tomorrow. It's a little bit different. We can, uh, the plan is to start individual workouts, but we'll just basically do one day of those, um, with a lot of the same quarantining policies, uh, outside of those workouts. And then Friday is kind of the, the start of, of team training camp, which would be more like, you know, typical team practices. How many minutes have you been outside of your room today? Do you think? Um, uh, well, it's kind of nice. I got up uh, a little early and went outside and just kind of, kind of ran around the campus. Um, everybody's kind of been doing their stuff solo. So 
did that. Then I, uh, then we just, I just, before this call had the pleasure of the nose and throat swab, uh, my daily, my daily tests. So I've been out, been out twice. I don't know, an hour and change total, I guess. Okay. So that, that was my, we'll talk about the no, nose and throat swab in a second, but uh, that was one question. You're not stuck in your room, uh, the way I've heard that some people in the NBA bubble are, uh, for instance, uh, you can get out on the campus as long as you're isolating appropriately. Yeah, they're trying to keep it pretty limited right now. Um, you know, they even even the players that are, you know, I think in the villas and stuff like that, they're really wanting them to to isolate and wear masks when they can around each other. Um, just until you know we get past this initial window where we all did get off off planes, and sometimes the symptoms don't show up in the first few days. Right, makes sense. How was the travel part on Monday? Was the flights crowded, or did it feel pretty safe? What? Yeah, it felt it was pretty crowded. I mean, it, you, definitely the precautions were all there. We're all ma- wearing masks and everything, but it's a lot of people crammed in a in a metal tube. So um, I will say the league did a great job. Once we landed, they kind of had bag tags for everybody. You tagged your bag. There was two buses, so people were spaced out on the buses on the on the trip down from Tampa, um, and then bags and stuff were delivered to rooms when we got here. So that was nice. They had a pretty good setup right when we got onto campus here and, and to the hotel. Did you take an aisle or a window seat in the plane? And was anyone in the middle seat? I was, it was two sider. I was aisle with uh, the finals MVP next to me. So it was good to catch up with, with Emma a little bit. I just saw her briefly kind of in DC before we left. A little easier for her to get on the plane in Washington than back home. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Very, very much so. It was good to see her and, uh, and Leilani on board with us. That's good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think things are going well in the bubble. I think we saw that there's been no positive tests so far since everyone got down there. So that's good. But you n- mentioned that you had one earlier today. So is that kind of been the daily thing, the nose and throat swabs every day? Or Yeah, every day. I don't know how long they're going to go every day. Um, I know for at least this first period for sure. And then it's going to be pretty regular, I think, all the way through. Um but I know, you know, there's been a lot of publicity about some of the issues going on. But I think uh, overall, the experience at this point has been kind of what I expected. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think the biggest thing long term that this is going to get judged by after we get through some of these initial issues is whether we can keep everybody healthy and have a season. Um, I would say that's like the big picture thing that maybe can get lost a little bit in this initial period that. It's going to be a success if, if we can keep everybody healthy, and if, if not, then it's going to be not a success. How many times have you been tested since, let's say, March, right? Not so much just when you've been there, but, like, you know, even uh, in the past couple months, too? Uh, let's see, three since we've been here, three last week, and I had a couple more before that. One was to get, get back in our practice facility. Um, when we opened up, I had to be tested then. We had to be tested for the ring ceremony. Um, and then the three that every, every team had to do last week. So I guess, I don't know, that's seven or eight times total. The ring ceremony one was definitely the, the one we were most happy about doing. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> that's good though. I guess after a while, probably just start to feel normal, like part of the day to day, but kind of crazy. Yeah. We changed it up. Like there was a lot of, uh, talk about, we, we did the spit test last week at home and then we, we went back to the nose and throat here. So um, I don't know. The nose and throat's quicker, but 
not as much fun. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it would be I was more uncomfortable. talking to someone that had the nose and throat one done at a CVS, and they said they had to administer it themselves. Are there like a nurse or someone giving it to you, or how does that for you? I, I have not been tested at all. I did one that I did, like I think the first one I did, I self-administered, not here, but back in um, D.C., and this is pretty much the same test, but I think uh, they're having the, the medical staff do it just so it's standard across the board. Got it. And my internet uh, broke up there for a second. How fast are they giving you the results? I mean, is it like later that night or is it 15 minutes or what's kind of when do you find out about when, when yesterday? What time do you find out relative to when you took uh, the test? Ours is afternoon. So we pretty much find out the next morning. Okay. Yep. It's a good turnaround. It's a pretty good turnaround. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than uh, the mayor in Atlanta, right? I think I read something today that took her like eight days or something. I know. I know there's been some issues with different different uh, leagues and stuff, too. So, so far, so good over here. Long may it continue. Yes, absolutely. You know, that's one question that uh, Megan and I were talking about. Have you talked to anyone in any of the other bubbles, most notably the NWSL, to see what lessons you can learn from the that, you know, it's sort of like Italy back in March, right? When they sent like, we're two weeks ahead of you, right? The NWSL is in the same way relative to the WNBA. I personally haven't. I know um, our medical staff, uh, Shalisa Fons is our trainer. And then there's a, a guy named Daniel Medina who oversees right. uh, medical everything for monumental basketball. I know he was super in touch with what was going on overseas. Um, I would say from the NWSL, the one big glaring lesson we learned was when uh, the Orlando Pride had to remove themselves from the tournament that was kind of a reminder to everybody in our group um of the importance kind of like how interconnected we all are um and that you know what you do affects not only your your co-workers but their families and you know like there's a lot more that goes into it than just being ready to to play basketball definitely yeah it seems like thankfully there hasn't been any big issues like that with the w so far so it's always Good to see that hopefully that's the only big issue we see like that where a whole team steps out but i think there was a similar issue in the mls this week possibly too so yeah there was i know indiana's not here yet they they announced that they're not coming up but i think that was just a smart move on everybody's part just um yeah i don't even think they had that many positive tests but just let's make sure that we got it under control before we one get on a plane and two get down there to the you know the bubble or wobble or whatever we got going down here. <laughs> yeah, how do we come up with the wobble name? Who, I don't know who I don't know who gets credit for it, but I, I do like it. Yeah. And is that supposed to be the women's women's bubble or like was that what that means? I'm not that hip, so. <laughs> I think that's what they were going the, the the W bubble. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that that's yeah. what I thought. It, it almost starts with WBB, in fact. Um, <laughs> you know, one other thing you were talking about with sort of quarantine and whatnot, uh, you haven't really interacted with many people here. I mean, obviously, it's going to change a little bit. But what's your sense of how do you feel like you're almost safer in the bubble here than you were back in D.C. or maybe perhaps players would be if they're, you know, living the same uh, monastic uh, existence, uh, if that's the word, uh, that you are right now? I don't know. I I, um, I would like to think so that we are. Um, I was pretty well self isolated. My wife and I were, you know, pretty much keeping to ourselves back in DC. But you know, you go to the grocery store and things like that, so there's always a chance. Um, uh, DC was a pretty safe area by the time we left. Um, we'd had our little, you know, spike there for a while, and obviously everybody's following the news. Florida is a little scarier, but um, you know, they're going to do everything they can here with the protocols we have in place. Um, I don't feel like there's been a crowd of people around me since we've been here. Um, 
you know, how they manage everybody that's on campus and all that's going to be probably the bigger challenge uh, throughout the summer. But um, I don't know, hard to, hard to say. I mean, I'm, we're not really exposed to the whole state of Florida here, but we are in Florida where, um, where people are living and people that are here working um, at the site are living, a lot of them, and then coming into work and taking every precaution. But um, you can't control everything. So um, I hope we're really safe. I, I feel good so far. Um, I guess time will tell. Makes sense. <laughs> um, you mentioned, you know, obviously you guys aren't going to the grocery store, but how's the food been? Has, you know, are you able to get groceries and things like that? We've seen kind of mixed reviews on that so far. They are, um, we, we are able to order in groceries and, and stuff like that. Um, the thing with the food, it's a little different. These first few days, you're pretty much, um, getting a, a set menu. I think one Friday when we start practice, it goes more to like a training table style um, where people have a lot more choice. Um, I think there's some people that we're wishing we had more choice right now, um, which, you know, obviously makes sense. Uh, there's a couple, you know, players that have spoken out publicly about that. I think the meals have been fine. Uh, I'm not, I'm not the pickiest and, you know, I'm not, the most, I'm not a high functioning world-class athlete, uh, so I can definitely understand if players have more more concerns than I do. Well, um, one question I had is, is the food the same for all of the teams? I'm guessing on a normal road trip, you sort of alluded to that earlier, that um, you know there could be differences in the level of investment team can make in the food when they're in Indiana. Um, and I frankly would have the perception, right, that the Mystics would have a lot of resources. Uh, how are you guys handling that uh, down in the level? It's pretty – so players, I think, for the most part, have had choice or will have a choice yeah, um, going beyond this of, of, you know, whether they want to take the meals or if they want to take per diem. Um, generally, on the road during the season, we have – you know, players are on per diem and are on their own. Uh, we'll do, you know, the occasional team breakfast if it's an afternoon game or, you know, the occasional team dinner on the road. But pretty much players are, are you know, finding what they want to eat in the different cities that we're in. Um, I'm curious to see how it shakes out with everybody here. I don't think there's a huge amount of variance between teams right now. Got it. But I guess my question is, does the league sort of have one plan in place for all 12 teams or like were the Mystics responsible for arranging their training table or whatever on Friday? And No, it's, it's a across the board plan. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. I know the players executive committee or players association has had some input, um, into what type of food is going to be available and everything like that. Yeah. One other question. I think you maybe referred to this, but one question I've had from the start and we haven't really been able to get an answer is how many other people are on the uh, campus at IMG Academy besides you? Have you seen like the, do you have a sense of that? And do you think you've seen like the next Serena Williams uh, talking around uh, yet or will uh, when things are, you're opened up a little bit more? I did go by. There were some some kids out. Um, I don't know if it's a camp they have going or if these are, are people you know living on campus. Um, some tennis play. Man, there were some young kids that would have just run me around on the court um, this morning. So there, there are definitely other people here. Um, and quite frankly, I don't know the level to which uh, they're being tested. We, we're kind of in a different spot over here where we're a little bit more um, isolated from everybody else. Um, not a not a bubble in the way that you would maybe visualize a bubble. Um, I think it's going to have to do more with our practice facilities and playing facilities are going to be very separated. Um, 
we have like team meeting rooms and space like that, that, you know, is it just going to be ours to use this hotel where we're at is ours uh, as a league and um, obviously our testing and everything like that. Yeah. So, but it is, I mean, I, I've actually, I've been on the campus there once like 10 years ago. So I clearly they've done plenty of work since then, but my sense of it is like a very much like a private high school almost. Um, that was kind of the impression I had. And so it sounds like it is conceivable, but there could be some, you know, 12 year old tennis prodigies at these camps. I think the camps have been going on since uh, the last week in June uh, and they could sort of walk by and turn around if they see, uh, right. you know, Emma or someone uh, playing. It sounds like that is in fact the case. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Great. That's good to know. I don't know if that's great. But it's <laughs> right. It's it's what's yeah, it's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Aaron, did you have any other questions you wanted to ask about the bubble, or you want to talk about basketball uh, a little bit? No, not so much the bubble. I was just kind of looking back through my notes. I'm sure something will. Oh no. Um, so yeah, the plane ride. You said you were sitting next to Emma. Um, it was it a full flight and like, you know, was everyone pretty good about wearing the mask? Did you have any sort of crazy people on the plane that were protesting or anything like that? I didn't see maybe a couple in the airport, but I didn't see anybody on the plane, not in the mask. Um, although I, I gotta admit, I kind of went to my seat tunnel vision, <laughs> kept to myself. I wasn't doing too much, like popping my head up and looking around. So, hmm. um, yeah, a lot of people on the flight though. Definitely not as busy of an uh, airport as normal at at DCA there in DC, but you were in national, um, but still flights going out and a lot of people on them. Interesting. Oh yeah, and how, like how have you been spending the time in the bubble uh, since you haven't really been able to interact with everybody? One question I had for you is: Have you watched Hamilton yet? By the way, I've not. I've not watched Hamilton yet. Um, I'm a Premier League soccer fan. There's been that on in the afternoons, which has kind of been my savior. Uh, we've had, you know, some staff calls. We had our, our first call with our team today, um, just kind of what to expect from training camp and everything like that. Um, and then we've, as a staff, been, you know, planning practices, planning workouts for tomorrow. And just there's so many logistics that goes into it. And we have a relatively small staff here, um, just kind of making sure everybody knows where we're going to do certain things, uh, where to go, how we're going to get there. It's, it's There's a lot more that goes into that part of it than I think people probably realize yeah not surprising i think there's a lot of uh questions everybody still has about yeah. uh, what's going as, as but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's also understandable just uh it's remarkable how much work has gone just to get you to this point and uh, you yeah. know i think this is obviously like one of the most critical weeks uh in the league is just getting into the bubble and making sure that it can hold i think i'm hopeful that once you know a week from now precautions will need to happen but hopefully we'll be good to go at that point I sure hope so. Yeah, definitely. It seems like, you know, the flights are probably the riskiest part. So if you can make it through that, it's hopefully good news. Exactly. All right. So should we talk about some active basketball? <laughs> Oops. All right. <laughs> yeah. So how do you think, I mean, you are all in the kind of the Mystics training facility back in DC the last week. So have workouts been going and yeah, it's, it's, it was good. I mean, there's obviously a lot of protocols that made it different. I, I hadn't done too many workouts before in gloves and a mask, um, which brought its own challenges. Uh, but we start, we actually started out, uh, it's kind of interesting. We started out in the old, in our practice facility, but, um, we ended up kind of taking over Capital One Arena. Um, they set up uh, a court and then another half a court in there for us. Um, they kind of were trying the best they could to keep wizards and mystics a little bit separate just from a medical perspective but it worked out really well we had 
um, a little like wait set up by the courts. Um, we had a rotation of players and staff coming through. They had um, meals and everything there for us um, to take with us and take it and go. So um, it was a nice setup. We were able to get uh, by the end of it, about eight players working out with coaches, um, you know, kind of one, same thing, one-on-one. Um, each coach had a couple players at, at different times. Um, it was good. We were able to build up our conditioning a little bit. The last thing we wanted was to get here and just try to hit the ground running. And, um, you know, that's how you get injuries and players, you know, overusing and stuff. So, you know, we're trying to be smart even while we're here during training camp, realizing that it's not a normal situation. Players, um, a lot of them, you know, didn't have a hoop for a couple months or, you know, didn't have the ability to, to play the way they normally would before the season starts to get themselves ready. So, that's just been our big focus is just trying to keep everybody as healthy as we can, as ready as we can, and just try to get a little bit of basketball rhythm back um, before we all get together. And then you haven't practiced in a few days. Was the last practice on Sunday? Did you try to get one in Monday before the flight? No, yeah, Sunday was our last one. And when we say practice, it's like individual one-on-one session, uh, coach and player. So um, as much as we can, you know, there's a limit to how much you can do in, uh, from team concepts individually, but, we tried to work a little bit in and, and just, you know, players are going to f- feel better about everything if they can see the ball go through the hoop and they feel like their ball handling's tight. So um, that's like where we're, that was our starting point for a lot of this. Yeah, that makes sense. And so that's kind of what you can do starting tomorrow, is it? With the one-on-one workouts again? Yep, yep. The, the socially distanced uh, one-on-one workouts in uh, gloves and a mask. Very, <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't have to do that for too long. And is that still the protocol? You, you sort of referred to more of a team practice on Friday. Is that still the protocol on Friday as well? To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to require of coaches. I mean, players obviously aren't going to be playing in uh, masks and gloves. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to ask. I'm sure we'll find out here in the next day or so um, what that's going to be. Maybe maybe I've missed a memo somewhere. It's very possible uh, with the emails rolling in. But, um, you know, it's kind of like – you know, this is the attitude we've had with our team that stuff's not going to be normal. It's not going to be ideal. If I have to wear a mask to practice, um, I'll get to work on enunciating through the mask. That'll be my, uh, my challenge for, for the next couple of weeks. Have you guys instituted new hand signals or whatever to cover that? <laughs> That's a good idea. We probably, we probably should. They're probably, the players are probably happy to have the excuse that, that they couldn't hear us anyway. So, um, what are you going to do? That is funny. Has it just been energizing and fun to be back on the court, even in these crazy uh, conditions? Very much so. I mean, I think our uh, everybody was coming from a different situation. Some people had really been pent up for a while and couldn't do much uh, physically. So I think everybody was just happy to get back to some, some sort of normalcy. Um, obviously, the last time I talked to you, we were having a draft and, and planning and you just it's it's just all gone you know haywire since you know march i guess but um yeah i know the players were all happy to stop doing zoom workouts with us and actually just get on the court and and see a basket and shoot a ball and i do feel obligated to ask speaking of players like do you have a sense of when we're gonna have uh, all the final rosters is there an official deadline for that and similarly when you're gonna get uh, the schedule have you seen any sneak peeks of that all I know is that um, us, as well as some other teams, are waiting for some decisions uh, from a medical perspective on um, players, and I think even maybe some staff throughout the league. Um, 
So I, I know we're not really, uh, we can't really say more on that part of it at this time. And then the schedule I know has to kind of go through the process of um, the TV partners um, setting the national games, stuff like that. And then um, the teams will get their, you know, individual schedule schedules built around that. So uh, sooner is better, but it, you know, it kind of puts a different spin on it without a schedule. We're just focused on getting our team as ready as we can um, and not worrying too much about, you know, who we're going to play and when's it going to be. And we'll just try to get ready to roll best we can. Yeah. I think that's the Greg Popovich, uh, philosophy. I've heard him say that before, uh, in a quote, that was a very boring coach answer right there. I just gave, <laughs> yeah, no, we'll no, just no, we'll focus on us. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, speaking of the schedule, one thing I was wondering is are they going to be able to, um, coordinate the wizard schedule, which I think is set and your schedule so that you're not playing at the same time and Washington fans, uh, can see their local team, both, uh, WNBA and NBA. I know it's been brought up. I don't know. Um, I don't know how that's going to look at the end of the day. I know a couple teams have had brought that up. Um, and that was ideal, but there's just so many factors that go into it. I mean, just trying to make sure that teams don't have to play a ton of back-to-backs. Um, I think that would be like a priority, for example, um, over trying to not, you know, match up with the wizard schedule. Um, not trying to play back-to-backs, trying to make sure that we get good TV windows, um, all that, all that type of stuff. Um, so I, I think there's like, kind of when they make the schedule, there always are a million factors and then they try to prioritize. So I think everybody's doing this with player health top of the list. Like we just, we got to make it so that players aren't just run into the ground and burnt out. Are you expecting that there will be back-to-backs? Um, good question. I would assume at some point, um, like for example, I, this is just me speculating. If you're going to play every other, day kind of and then you have to at some point like switch right to play the other teams that are on the, the opposite day there'll probably be something to to change the match or change the the pool of teams but um i wouldn't expect a bunch of back-to-backs i mean i think even the past couple seasons we barely had any i think maybe we had one last year so i you know the league's been they've kind of built the schedule each year we're trying to trying to limit that yeah, I have a dream even beyond this year that, uh, you know, we could stick to what is it, Mondays off. Uh, and so here you could have like a group schedule where you're playing, you know, three times in six days against almost a group stage kind of thing. And then you could switch the groups, uh, for the next week to get that mixing. I think I, I would, I would be shocked if it was like too far off of, of that. Um, I think it'll be something along those lines with, with probably with some exceptions. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Yep. From like a getting ready for the season perspective with, you know, all the roster changes and that not being final yet, how as a coach do you prepare for that and like kind of, you know, roll with the punches and figure out how things are going to look for the season? Yeah. I mean, obviously it, it, it's not the team um, maybe that we envisioned in February um, after free agency. Like there was, it's kind of crazy to think back to all the free agency hype and talk throughout the league. Um uh, you know, so we had to, we had to make some adjustments on the fly. You know, luckily Coach T, you know, referenced uh, a couple times his CBA coaching days back in back in Omaha, where you were literally having players get called up in the middle of the week or like the day of a game, and you had to to kind of do it on the fly. So, um, you know, I think we've talked to our players about it's tons of opportunity for everybody. Um, it's going to be you know opportunity to to impress quickly in camp to 
get minutes in the rotation to, um, you know, some people that quite frankly weren't going to be on our team that are on our team now that get a chance to, to have a job and perform and play. Um, so it's opportunity for everybody. From a coaching perspective, it really doesn't change that much for, for me or us. I mean, we're just going to try to get our concepts in as soon as we can, develop our players, and then we'll prep for games when we when we get to that point. But um, in a way, it's like invigorating. Like we got a kind of a, you know, a, a group we didn't expect to have. So let's go like roll with it and have some fun. Do you think it's an advantage for you or disadvantage? Or like, how are you thinking about the whole neutral court uh, situation? I guess, you know, you guys have a good fan base. Um, do you feel like you're particularly affected by that? Or it's kind of, again, an opportunity for everybody to show what they can do? Well, we had a great, I mean, last year was a, um, a great home court advantage. So you'd have to say that we lose that advantage. I mean, we were, I think, in our new building, we were like 18 and three for the year. So, obviously you'd like to, to have that. Um, that's a level playing field, right? Like everybody's got to deal with it and what we'll I'm really going to have to watch what I say to officials because they're very <laughs> much going to be able to hear me. Um, hopefully that mask will help. Hopefully. Yeah. But maybe we wear the mask during the game. That might save me. Um, but yeah, there's only, there's only so many male voices now. Like and I can't blame somebody in the, in the crowd behind me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're going to see. It's it's going to be a, an interesting experience for everybody. I know we got some players and staff that are just kind of like, well, at the end of this, it'll be an experience. Like, who, you know, we probably hopefully we'll never have to do this type of thing again. But um, we'll go remember that year when we were <laughs> we were all in the same place playing on on neutral courts. So um, I don't know. I don't know what it'll be like till we do it. It's going to be strange. Are you expecting to be able to interact informally, you know, socially distance, of course, with all the other coaches at some level, right? It's like a giant WNBA summer camp, which has some yeah. advantages to it. Yeah, I think there'll be some of that after we get through this initial period. I mean, I think everybody's very aware that there's a bar in the lobby downstairs, which I'm sure will be a late night uh, commiseration point um, once that's a little bit more allowed. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if... <laughs> I don't think any, I don't know if any trades will happen in the lobby or anything like that. It could be could be could be chaos, but um, no, I think it'll be good. You know, and it's it's I think there really is a feeling of we're all in it together, like each team. Um, I know there's going to be competition. Um, people are going to be coming after us after after winning last year, but um, you know, there's a lot of relationships between coaches in the league that already exist. That'll just be nice to to catch up with people. I'm sure there'll be times we don't want to see each other, but, um, the, the other, we're all in the same spot. Yeah. 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 Space after a, after a win or a loss. And then a few nights later, maybe go down and have a beer. Are all the coaches in the same, uh, hotel? I don't think so. I think somewhere in the villas, it kind of, um, kind of depends on the makeup of your staff a little bit. Like, uh, you had to actually, if you wanted a villa, you actually had to have enough people to fill the, the villa. So, for example, like um, on our staff, it's here. I'm going to make sure I'm not forgetting people. But the only two males on our staff are my dad and myself. So we couldn't really do a villa. We were we're going to be in the hotel. Um, and I know some staffs are in that position. So that's, you know, it's a little bit different for everybody. We have a good good chunk of coaches here. And some have, you know, kids and stuff too, so. Of course. One question, speaking of the basketball, and I do know we need to wrap up soon, is have you got any guidance on whether you're going to be allowed to scout in person, like be there when other teams are playing? I believe that one is still being worked out. Um, 
<laughs> honestly, my vote was like, no, just don't let us do it. <laughs> and we'll all go off video. We'll all save ourselves. You know, we're going to be in note that uh, on the game courts, we'll be there enough. Um, let's not drive each other crazy or drive ourselves crazy. And whatever advantage you get, getting somebody else's play calls, they're, they're going to get all of yours anyway. So, um, you know, everybody knows our play calls probably anyway. So it, it um, I, I don't know. I think there may be some sort of a middle ground they're finding there. I, I'm, I really don't care I, what, what they tell is allowed. I'll do. And what, I won't lose sleep over if they, if they tell me I can't scout in person, I'll be just fine. <laughs> How, um, what does it feel like being the defending champions and, how do you know? How do you feel like it's probably different because of this crazy year you're having this year, as opposed to defending your title some other year? I guess the 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 answer is I don't know. This is our first time we've been in this position. Um, I'll have to ask Cheryl, like, see if she, like, hey, what was it like you know, those four times you were the defending champs? Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it definitely like feels kind of like a clean slate right now. Um, the fresh start, we're in a different situation entirely. Our team's going to look a little different. Um, but I think that we have a group of players that have that wired into them now, that they've played in the finals two years in a row. Um, that just There's an expectation level around our play and the way we carry ourselves and the way we practice uh, that hopefully we, we carry that over and we retain that from last year. And I think you know, we've already heard a few player of our players talking about that. Like, you know, one, it's going to be opportunities for certain people, uh, maybe opportunities that they even wanted, that they had to sacrifice a little bit on a championship team. Um, so I don't know. It, it feels, I would say it feels like really fresh right now. That'd be the word I would use that, um, you know, it's, it's kind of an opportunity for this group to create its own identity. Every, every year you have a new team anyway, and it's going to feel very much that way this year. I think we have to wrap it up here so we don't get kicked off of this museum. But <laughs> thanks so much for joining us, Eric. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's our pleasure, and uh, it's good to see that your uh, hotel room looks nice. I'm glad to hear you're feeling, uh, in general, good about the situation there. And mostly, just want to wish you good luck uh, with the season. Thanks a lot. I'm, uh, I know everybody's excited to to see how and when and where they can watch. So, yes. um, hopefully, we'll have all that info soon, and we'll have a, a season that you know. I know people at home are, are looking forward to as well. Yes. Definitely. Thank you.